to Deconversion Therapy, and it's your favorite. It's the letter sodes where we read the letters of your emotional, mental trauma growing up in the church. I am Karen. Light trauma. Light trauma. I thought you said white <laughs> trauma. Yeah. Maybe that too. Exactly. Light trauma. We don't like any kind of reality, so don't send us anything depressing. Um, no, we because just... we can't fix anything. It's not that we don't empathize, but we can't. Totally. We're, we're inept at really, really doing any uh, therapy. Yeah, we would just panic and dial 911. <laughs> and so... forward them to you. <laughs> right. I dialed 911 say... for you. <laughs> They're out there somewhere. We don't know. Pray about it. Oh, um, speaking of 911. Oh, should we introduce ourselves? I'm Bonnie. That's Karen. Uh, well, I already <laughs> said it, Bonnie, but you let go me, ahead. <laughs> let me just slam into this one. So the landline in my house dials phantom 911 calls. Yeah. Okay. No one picks up the phone. No one does nothing. Well, that means someone does something. It's double <laughs> negative. Okay. The phone is not connected. It is not connected to the wall by the phone cord. Oh. At all. Wow. So whatever phone line is in there just decides, boop. <laughs> hey, I'm going to call 911. So right. it's 1030 at night the other night. I'm fully in bed reading God knows what, probably reading about, you know, true murders and crimes and stuff like this. And then I hear boom, 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 boom. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> is that my neighbor? Has he decided to continue with this home renovation project at night? I don't think so. Boom, 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 boom. And so... I don't even put pants on and I go to the door and then look down the hallway at the other door because the place has two doors. There they are, 5 0. What is 5 yep. 0? Police. Oh. The is police that, were at the door. And I was. Is that like, why Hawaii it's 5 0? <laughs> yep. There they were. <laughs> so I thought there was just five of them. <laughs> So I just wanted to let you know that if I had been asleep and any deeper sleep, they would have busted in and, you know, done God knows what. So as funny as it is, ha, 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 right. that, uh, you know, that that's a thing. is crazy. That's scary. You can relax that you're white, though. That's But that's no, I didn't have to be born this way. I know. I know. It's insane. That's a ghost. Um, it's, it's scary as hell. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if a phantom 911 call can, you know, result in, oh, my God, what if they had just popped into my bedroom? Hey, by the way, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> well, I was before you came to my bedroom. Right. So I had the whole... Uh, the line just completely disconnected. Did you worry that maybe you did some weird call that you didn't remember because of your mental instability? <laughs> no. The um, the phone company explained that that sometimes happens. I'm like, well, nice. that is not a good enough answer. 
No, it isn't. That sometimes happens. Can we sue for money to support the podcast? I was going to ask our friend Gary from high school just that. (laughs) (laughs) Gary. And I'm not kidding. (laughs) Help us. Wow. Yeah. Gary, you're our only hope. (laughs) I feel like Gary's our only hope in life. Totally. Because so just if we can use his name, we won't say his last name, but this yeah. is the person who is the most grounded and sensible and smart and intelligent guy that okay. I think both of us know. Let's back up. Yeah. Let's back up to high school. So <laughs> especially any listeners in high school, um, one, stop listening. Two, this was the guy everyone made fun of no it wasn't yes teachers made fun of i'm not joking because he was because he was earnest and passionate i know and that kind of backfired (laughs) yeah they were all assholes but he was earnest he was extra smart um i hated him because he played drums with his pencil and that like drives me crazy But he was, you know, he was the kind of smart that was quirky and always talked. So I think that got on people's nerves. And And he's funny. Yep. He went, he's Jewish. He went to Israel one summer and came back with a shirt that says, Israel is real. (laughs) Which I did not know that there was a A doubt, a dilemma there. And he wore it, like, all the time, tucked in hard to those jeans. (laughs) So, yeah, it was... Tucked in hard. Right. But it's funny because, I mean, he's the type of guy when reunions come around that you could think, oh, he's not going to come because he was, you know, treated poorly by some. He comes and people flock around him. Yeah, yes, I don't know who these Bonnie. people were who were poorly treating him. Maybe I, yeah, I had some plenty of classes with him. Of course, I drove him crazy, That's and right. he he told someone that Karen must be on her period all the time because I wouldn't <laughs> talk to him. But um, yeah. well, okay, I will tell you something that I may have talked about in a past. Um, in a past episode, but he knew that I was Miss Goody Two Shoes from church. And yeah. so out of nowhere in the parking lot one night after play rehearsal, he came up to me and said, by the way, I believe in premarital sex. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why would yeah. you tell me this? <laughs> yep. And it was like challenging someone's values. and <sighs> But he didn't yeah. have... A, a lead in, a segue from anything. It was just, right. hey, <laughs> that that explains them. They're right there, right? You know, right. someone who one. just leaves out segues and just goes for it, and you're like, ah. So how we got off on that, I'm not sure. We don't. Who knows? Oh, I wanted to call him to see if I had a lawsuit. Speaking of money, we're probably going to become millionaires soon, or at least support the podcast and what we put out, because 
we're developing really cute merchandise. And I sent some to Bonnie the other day to look at. And we're getting our website revamped. But for now, we're still, I mean, it's still going to be deconversiontherapypodcast.com where you can send in your own letters for the letter sewed. But we did put out a cute just mask with our logo is on it a bunch of times in different colors just to it's give you an tiles. idea. It's so cute. It is very cute. Yeah, the person and who designed it did a really good job. Whatever, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, oh, my friend Paul, who doesn't throw out compliments easily, said when I sent it to him, he goes, oh, my gosh, I'll take one of each. I'm like, aw. Cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we just are putting that out there for now, the mask, because it also, it has the logo in different colors, but they're small. So right. for people who want to have something subversive that no one knows what it means and can't really read it <laughs> and all that stuff, that's for that. We're going to have some overt things and we're going to have some subtle inside joke things. And we're going to have hats and bottles and doodly and da-da. <laughs> hats and bottles. So, okay, speaking of masks, I will tell you what I wanted to tell you. The minute it happened earlier today, I'm standing around waiting to meet another realtor to do a showing, and this guy gets off an elevator, and somebody had dropped a mask on the ground who was kind of close to him, and he says to the guy, oh, is this yours? And the guy said, oh, yeah, thanks. And so guy who had dropped the mask gets in the elevator, he's gone. And this guy with his dog, who must be an emotional support dog because it's a dog-free building, um, I, I think I'm very skeptical of the legitimacy of this dog as an emotional support dog, by the way, <laughs> if you can't tell by my tone. Anyway. Right. So he gets off the elevator, and it's just me and the guy behind reception as we're waiting, and he starts just yelling out for absolutely nobody but, I guess, us, like, oh, well, not that these masks are good for anything, dirty masks. <laughs> Remember flatten the curve? That was a good one. This is just an election trick. And he's just going on and on out oh loud for, uh, I guess, our sake. I, did, I hadn't said one word to him. He doesn't know what my you know, my thoughts on all this mask stuff are, but it was like this one man show and there was no conversation happening. I mean, talk about approaching somebody in a dirt parking lot and, and saying, I believe <laughs> right. in premarital sex. Like, uh, okay. He's just gotta spew out his opinion. I was going to tell you, I found a drink that I like that's <laughs> called grapefruit spritzer you can get it at kroger it's called something with house on it maybe just house wine i have drunk in half the you wait say that again <laughs> did i already say it no you said drinking drinking <laughs> you can't drunk <laughs> half a can and i'm buzzed like that doesn't happen with just straight wine so i don't know what's happening it's but probably a spritzer. With, it is a spritzer. Uh, but is it maybe alcohol proper in there, not wine? There, I don't know. 
I went cross-eyed after the first <laughs> sip, so I can't. Was your, I can't sh- tell was your you. sugar level really low? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because if you had not had any bread or sugar and you had wine, that really is an economical way to treat your wine. You don't need as much. Every time, though. And I did drink this after a big bowl of um, Brussels sprouts. Oh, that just sounds so awful. It does. And they have a glaze on them. They're southern done with glaze, so they are good, right. but it is, uh, none of it is, I don't condone any of what I do. Let's put it that way. You probably but, had so much gas in your system. I know. That I'm the spritzer now. Bam. Who wants, you want me to read these first? Want me to read first? Yes. Okay. Damn, we should go. Yeah. So this guy... <laughs> who says it's okay to use his name. His name's Ed. Hi, Ed. Um, hi, Ed. Um, he, he sends a story and then a couple subsequent comments. I guess he just couldn't get enough. Um, let's see. So the story is here. He says, OMG, I do have a story of a religious encounter to tell. This happened during the summer before my freshman year at the University of Kentucky in Lexington. Oh, being, yeah. <laughs> being poor and a naive person from Appalachia, uh-oh, <laughs> Appalachia, southeast Kentucky, my roommates and I rented an off-campus apartment in one of those less expensive neighborhoods in a bad part of town. Can you imagine living in an apartment your freshman year? No. I wouldn't that's... have met anybody. I would have just gone home. But you'd also be really cool, you know. But no one would know it. Anyway, all right. (laughs) So uh, it was the hottest part of summer, and I was home alone doing some cleaning or something, and I was wearing some really tattered short shorts. (laughs) In the late 70s, all shorts were short shorts, he says parenthetically, and a T-shirt with holes because I wanted to wear something old that didn't matter if it got dirty, greasy, muddy. So these, I think, Jehovah's Witnesses knocked, (laughs) and being the naive idiot, I let them in. (laughs) I politely politely listened for what seemed like an hour to their pitch. Then I thought to myself, I should offer them something to drink. I'm being rude. So I offered them the only sophisticated beverage I could think of, a bottle of vodka. (laughs) (laughs) A whole bottle. Oh, my God. (laughs) So... uh, it's daytime. I love that he thinks it's sophisticated. <laughs> um, they stared at me he puts for a, a long... little cloth on his arm and holds it and shows this them vintage the year. Of bottled vodka. <laughs> they stared at me for a long moment. Then one of them said, "Oh, that's okay. We just had lunch and aren't thirsty." <laughs> I asked them if they really should think about going to a nicer neighborhood <laughs> where there isn't the crime and violence. One replied, well, that's why we're here, to convert the heathens. <laughs> oh, my. Yep. That's awful. There, that's it. I think Low I must have. hanging fruit, I think. Oh, I think I must have turned beet red and they said their goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And came back in, grabbed the Smirnoff and ran out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know it wasn't a brand name uh, vodka. Uh, um uh, let's see. Okay, so then he sent a couple other comments, and I will read those as well. Uh, 
He said, well, this episode must be triggering me, the one about parades and other ways of witnessing. Y'all were talking about... <laughs> Get in a parade. Get in a parade. <laughs> um, y'all were talking about people handing out little churchy cards and Mitch Hedberg joking about throwing them away. Oh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite jokes by Mitch Hedberg. Uh, you know, if somebody gives me a pamphlet, it's just their way of saying, here, you throw this away. <laughs> oh, right. Um, he says, I don't know if this happens everywhere in the South, but in the Birmingham area, people leave piles of those churchy cards and pamphlets in the post offices. Mm-hmm. Saves me a lot of time because when I go in, I can throw away 50 at a time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I swear I won't pester y'all again. Have a good one. <laughs> no, we love it, Ed. That's so funny. But he pestered us one time in the middle, and I guess I'm Ed not reading him in proper no. order. Um, then he says, Hiya, this isn't really a story, but I just discovered y'all and love your show. That's so nice. I know. It's like it's somebody else, but I don't it get to listen to them. Else. It's um, Ed. So in one of your episodes, you were railing about people in Tennessee say, uh, (laughs) have a blessed day, happens here in Birmingham too. And I found that people really start flaring their nostrils when you reply with, blessed be. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I don't get it. Or blessed be the fruit. Handmaid's Tale. We were just talking about that. You better watch it. Oh. Not watch it. I should watch it. Like watch yourself, but watch that. Yeah, is that so in the Handmaid's Tale? Yep, it's this whole thing about. You don't um, have to tell me. I guess huh? you do because we're talking to people. We are. Shit. <laughs> it's sort of, you know, dystopian. Like what could happen if we were living in times that we are right fucking now <laughs> with crazy people. Um, but this whole thing where women can be used. To have children for other people, like concubines in a way. But anyway, they find the ones that are fertile and they have like, you know, someone is supposed to say, blessed be the fruit to you. Ew. It's gross. Um, (laughs) The fruit. Um, Makes me smile every time I piss someone off, he said. Oh. So. I'm, I'm enjoying that too. And I know... Yeah, I'm really close to Alabama right there. And are you? Alabama, yep, Alabama is Alabama. Like, I think Huntsville's like two, maybe two hours away. I'm not sure. Someone's going to be like, no, you idiot. But I told you, I don't understand numbers. Uh, but <laughs> that's called geography. But I'm looking it up miles right now. To there. Yeah. You are so close to Alabama. I am. The top of it. Well, how could I be close to the bottom? Well, I mean, it's not like you're close to the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole idea, like they, um, when Ellen came out as gay on her sitcom, mm-hmm. I think Mobile, Alabama, and maybe Huntsville wouldn't show it. Like right. there was just no show that week. <laughs> So they're very, you know, crazy like that. But they re-ran an episode of Geraldo. (laughs) Right. University of Florida has tons of COVID. I mean University of Alabama. (laughs) Okay. This is from Adam, says we can read his name. Hey, Bonnie and Karen. 
In the early 90s, I spent my junior high years at a small Christian school in the suburbs of Nashville. Okay, I want to talk about which one it was. Was it Davidson Academy? Like any good Christian school, we had weekly chapel services where both the junior high and high school kids were herded into the gym to sit on uncomfortable bleachers and listen to some local minister try very, very hard to show how cool Jesus is. Right. (laughs) Do you remember when our youth minister came to our high school? It was horrifying. (laughs) Did he wear his Sanzibelt slacks? Of course Uh, he he, did. That's all he he ever wore. That's right. He came with like the cool, um, hip, like college ensemble singing group that, you know, had bass player and drums. So that sounded pretty cool then. But then... He probably came um, with somebody who had just graduated, and I'm talking about your boyfriend. Any of it is disgusting, but I remember like... Our guy just was not hip at all, which now I'm wondering, would that be more embarrassing or would it be more embarrassing if you did have like a guy with blonde tips and, you know, yeah, from rhinestone um, jeans? I don't from, know. From uh, the HBO show, Gemstones. Yeah. Hey, I've been watching Filthy Rich. Hey. Also very good. Didn't think I liked Kim Cattrall. I might now. I don't know. We'll see. But it's very much the same kind of thing. Okay. Back to Adam, who's going to school and (laughs) how he goes to chapel. On this particular day, the topic was a big one. Sex. My Uh. fucking God. How come they just cannot leave it alone? This particular youth pastor was going through all the, quote, greatest hits of (laughs) abstinence promotion. You know, sex is a sin outside of marriage. Even kissing could lead to things God would not approve of, and so on. To drive the point home that sex was not only sinful, but a potential reputation destroyer, he decided to share an anecdote about some teenagers at a football game. As horny teenagers are wont to do, a guy and a girl had gone under the bleachers to fool around. After Mm -hmm. some time, the guy went back up to his friends who asked him, so how'd it go? Did you get some? Most (laughs) pastors would probably stop here and use this to illustrate the idea that sex is supposed to be private between a husband and wife, etc. Not this pastor. In his attempt to get everyone's attention, he said this. What do you all think this boy said to his friends? Various degrees of confused looks were seen around the room. And then there was a pause. And then he says, I'll tell you what he said. He said, smell my finger. No! No! Oh, my gosh. And this is Uh. junior high mixed with high school. So you have that weird... Oh, because you know there's a third of the kids in there going, what is he talking about? Why is his Why is he telling him to do that? Do you... Is a finger penis? (laughs) How does I... Oh, my God. Okay, I have to breathe. 
Oh, God. Yep. You could now hear a pin drop. He had gotten our attention all right. The vice principal leapt out of his chair, his entire bald head a reddish purple that indicated a level, a level of fury I had never seen. He ran over and jerked the microphone away from the pastor and said, let's go ahead and have our prayer. That was always the go-to. By You're this, done. I know. And everyone close your eyes because I can't bear to see what's in your expression. By this point, the, quote, bad kids in the crowd were howling with laughter, which only made the vice principal even angrier. The scene quickly degenerated into a gym full of teenagers laughing uncontrollably. Let me just say, if I was there, I would be laughing and looking at people like, I don't know what I'm laughing about. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but it would be really embarrassing I if I wasn't. That's it. Yep. They finally got us to quell down enough to have what must have been the shortest prayer in chapel history. We were dismissed. The speaker was banned from ever setting foot on campus, and nobody in administration ever spoke about it again. So Not that's to the my, kids. Right, exactly. So that's how. So that's my story of how I went to chapel in seventh grade and got oh. to learn what fingering is. <laughs> Blessed be the fruit. Uh, love the podcast. Keep up the amazing work. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gosh. gonna need another half <laughs> can of house wine. God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Adam, please tell me what school that was. It's a good pastor. Come on. Come on. Spit it oh out. Oh, my right. God. That's, that's, oh, that's so embarrassing because, I I mean, I hope the point of his story was going to be, hey, girls, they're going to talk. I. Maybe. I. Uh, P.S. Somebody should have told Paris Hilton that. Guys are going to talk. If they film you, guess what? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Buddy just yeah. saw the documentary or the sex tape, one of them. No. Wow. <laughs> Did not see the sex tape. Um, okay. So, bum, 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 let's read this other one. And she says it's okay to use her name. Her name's Sarah. Hi, ladies. Sarah from Knoxville, Tennessee here. What have Man. you done, gone in like? Wait a minute, Alabama. Ten- everyone is in a stone's throw. Yeah, of me. our producer must be giving us a theme. That's that's right. Our oh, secretary. God is our producer. That's right. That's right. Okay, feel free to use my name, as most people in my life know. I'm a damn heathen. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised evangelical Christian, and on top of that, I was facepalm homeschooled. To this day, when I reveal that detail to someone, my favorite response is, oh my goodness, I wouldn't have known you were homeschooled. You seem so normal. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, I think. Actually, I give myself a mental high five for adjusting to the real world so well. I could tell so many stories of weird homeschool shit, but I'll save that for another letter. Oh, good. Send them. Said that. Uh, Let's see. My story today has to do with Halloween. When I was little, we attended a Baptist church that hosted hallelujah parties. (laughs) 
on Halloween night as an alternative to that evil trick-or-treating tradition that the secular world celebrated. Uh, I was often regaled with stories of razor blades and drugs and candy. Seriously, oh, that's though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what self-respecting drug dealer is going to give that expensive shit out to little <laughs> <Right>. kids? <laughs> and then they give them the razor and the apple so they can cut the heroin. No one's going to trouble. <laughs> hey, five-year-old, you know what this is for, right? Um, of course, I was sufficiently terrified to participate in this satanic holiday, so I was all about an alternative that gave me an excuse to dress up and look cute, maybe even in a princess dress. I was like seven. <laughs> don't judge. Alas, this particular year, that was not to be. There was going to be a prize given for the best kid's costume, and my sweet dad, who has since passed away, was going to help me win it by George. His proposal? I was going to be the cloud that led the children of Israel through the <laughs> desert by day. Oh, I thought he was going to say Ruth or something, but... Oh, oh, that's so religious. Oh, my gosh. Um, I was less than thrilled, but my dad was super pleased with his clever self, and my mom spent an entire afternoon attaching fiber fill to one of his big white T-shirts. So, of course, I wasn't going to say no. The outfit was not comfortable. Pieces of fluff <laughs> kept coming off. And the big poster board sign that I had to wear that said, follow me to the promised land. <laughs> and there was like a whole train of pedophiles behind her. I just like that the parents knew, hmm, this really isn't self-explanatory enough. Right, right. But. We can't what just give you? her a sign that says, <laughs> yeah. I'm the cloud that led the children of Israel. <laughs> Which cloud? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. um, let's see. So the big poster board sign that I had to wear that said, follow me to the promised land, made it impossible to pee <laughs> without destroying the whole outfit. But I persisted for my prize, a little boom box. How cool was I going to be? I could listen to Christian music all day while I did school. <laughs> Alas, I did not win. My little bitch of a younger sister and her adorable store-bought lamb costume did, and I was pissed. <sighs> On top of that, I played a carnival-type game that night and won a little goldfish in a plastic bag that promptly <laughs> died a couple of days later. <laughs> Yep. I was heartbroken and prayed that it went to heaven. <laughs> Fuck <Aww>. Halloween. <laughs> I enjoy the hell out of the podcast and find myself laughing out loud while I listen in the gym, probably causing others around me to doubt my sanity. Keep up I the good work. I hate all these exercising listeners. I know. Um, keep up the good work and thank you for providing much needed therapy to me during these unprecedented times. Be blessed. <laughs> I'm just feeling so bad for, like, you know that that was asbestos, first of all. Right. It was flammable. There was yeah, no... totally flammable. Yeah. And all, I mean, if she tied a pink ribbon around her neck, she could have been a lamb, too. It was right. nearly indistinguishable. But oh, oh my gosh. Man, so... I remember my mom made a costume for me once that was grapes. I know. And... I was so jealous. <sighs> really? Yes. Oh, that's so nice to know in hindsight. Because all I did all day long was watch her sew these damn grapes. 
and yep. stuff them. And that thing took forever to make. I bet. I can't remember <laughs> what I was that year. I was never anything. Like, we always forgot. And then I was a hobo. So it was always like, you know, last minute stuff. One year you were a trash can and I was envious <laughs> of that. It was really smartly done because they would put the candy in the trash can because the lid would be on your head and you oh had gosh. a little bag attached. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Was I Oscar the Grouch? I think or you were just, just a trash can. A trash can. It's a non-denominational trash didn't get can. to be trash often. So we lived out <laughs> our fantasies. Um, yeah, but I never was allowed to have one of those plastic masks you had that, um, like the princess mask. Where all I did was sweat, where it would <laughs> suction to my face. That's when I was extra little. I had that. But later, I think I was, I was the, um, my mom had made a paper mache pumpkin. Yeah. That, like, my brother wore, and then I wore once. That was the old, like, you know. The okay, go-to. Don't have anything else. But the rest of, I, I don't think I had any good costumes that were braggy. I think I was pebbles because I had red hair. Um, yeah. You were Pinky just, Tuscadero one year, and your outfit didn't look like what she had at all. Nope. No, nope, except I, you had the best high heel shoes ever. Exactly. In my mind, Pinky Tuscadero equaled the heathen high school girls who shopped at the mall. So I just sort of <laughs> found that outfit and tried it out, and I was but thrilled. It, but you were Pinky Tuscadero if she had just gotten saved. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> your skirt was right. below your knees. <laughs> yep. All I wanted to be was like a cheerleader and yeah. stuff like that. And instead, it was like, <laughs> well, you could be a hobo again, Karen. Go find the again. stick. <laughs> Let's get the branch out of the backyard. Let me get my eyebrow pencil <laughs> and put little freckles on you. But oh, yeah, I had awesome. nothing good. Thank you for sending in these. It's our favorite thing to do is laugh at these. And we needed a laugh this week. Yeah, this makes us feel less like the freak, knowing there are other freaks. (laughs) Yeah. And keep sending them in. We have probably read multiple ones by the same people. We've lost track. I started like an Excel sheet early on, and then I was like, eh. So um, if we've missed yours, you can always send a reminder on to it or whatever. Feel free. Doesn't right. bother us. And All right, so have a blessed day. <laughs> blessed be your fruit and your pants. And <laughs> goodbye. Bye.